Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Life of Influence isn't achieved overnight. It's, it's built through consistent application of wisdom and hard work. In my brand new book, 120 Minutes to Live Big, I provide you with 120 bite-sized nuggets of insights on practical topics such as marriage and finances, as well as wisdom for personal growth and leadership development. Then I ask you some very penetrating questions to help you reflect and apply what you've learned. This book will stimulate self-examination and provide fuel for personal transformation. The best thing about it is I'm offering this book to you absolutely free. That's right. A free copy of 120 Minutes to Live Big mailed to you as a gift. I'll also give you 30-day access to my Growth Lab, a program designed to help you grow from good to great, mediocre to extraordinary, from small to big. It's my prayer that this gift leaves you with a burning desire to be better and become everything that God wants you to be. So if you want to live a life that overflows and blesses others, this gift is just for you. Claim your free book and and get uh, your free 30-day access to my growth lab. To do that, all you have to do is visit dgmfree.com. That's dgmfree.com. You were made to think big, too big, But tomorrow can be bigger Just grow, let the world overflow, yeah Live a life bigger than yourself You're created for greatness Live a life bigger than yourself Hello, welcome to Live Big with Dr. Derek Grigg We are so glad that you joined us today. We believe that the truth of God's word will empower you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. As always, you can get this message and more at gracechurchva.org. Let's join Dr. Greer for today's Live Big message. You're going to find in my message today, we're going to talk about the importance of of getting into God's word. But I want to begin uh, with our anchor passage in John chapter 8 and verse uh, 31. And then we will go to our place of emphasis this morning. Um, what I'm going to teach from is something I've taught uh, from, at least, even though it's different each time, uh, many times, even sometimes twice a year, this particular passage uh, God puts on, on my heart. And I know whenever I minister on something that I have taught within a year or so, particularly on Sunday morning, I ask God, you know, three, four, five, six times, are you sure, Lord, is this it? Um, and, and I'm absolutely convinced that not only was this God's word for our church, I know it was a word uh, for me. And scripture says, uh, faith comes by hearing, not having heard. So, so what happens is when you hear something a second time, you hear things you didn't hear the first time. And God wants us to get it all. That's why when you read the Bible, you might have read it once, but then the second time around, you see something you didn't see before. And this is the living word, and we're going to dig into it. So 
if we get to the, this, this subject, like, well, I heard that before. No, you didn't. You, you didn't quite hear this uh, that's right, that's uh, right. before. So stay tuned in, and uh, I believe you're going to grow today. John chapter 8 and verse 31. Again, our anchor verse for this series. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Last week, the end of 2017, on our last Sunday, we learned from this scripture that being a believer is different. It's not exactly the same as being a disciple. All disciples are necessarily believers, but not all believers are necessarily disciples. Now, the word disciple simply means student. And on Wednesday, uh, Bible study, I'm going to dig into that a little bit, and we're going to understand a lot more about what that that word means. But uh, for now, uh, let's move on. Verse 32, he said, if you abide in my word, you be my disciples indeed, and you, those that abide, those who become disciples. Now, another difference between a disciple and a believer is that believers tend to cater to themselves. But a disciple discovers the joy of abandoning themselves. In fact, when when temperature gets three degrees, you know, near zero, you know it's disciples that are showing up at church. So, So most of you in here have already taken that step saying it's not about what's comfortable. It's not about what's convenient. Lord, it's about what you called me to, and, and, and it's about pleasing you. And then he says there's this special group, not believers, though. It's, it's those that abide. And you shall know. Let me, let me just go back, and I'm sorry, and we'll move on in just a second. And Jesus said to those who believe, if you abide in my word, you are my what? Disciples indeed. And you, those who abide, shall know the what? Truth. The first step... On the road to discipleship, 2018 is the year of the disciple or the year of discipleship for Grace Church. But the first stop on that road is knowing the truth. Likewise, the first step on our confidence guide is reading your Bible daily. You know, the person who won't read has no advantage over the person who doesn't read or can't read. So even though you might be able to read, you're no better than the person who can't read if you don't read. You shall know the truth and the truth you know, not just the truth, the truth you know shall make you free. What we see in this passage is your freedom depends on the truth you know. Your freedom depends on the word you know. Converse or, or the opposite of that is what you don't know is the reason you're in bondage. So if you want to come out and if you want to get free, you're going to have to learn some things and come to know some things that you don't already know. And if you want different results, you might have to do some different inputs. You hear what I'm saying? You might have to uh, adjust this thing just, just, just a little bit. There's no teacher as wise as this book here. 
There's no friend as loyal as this book here. There is no problem in life too difficult for this book here. But in order for it to help us, it got to get out of the book into our hearts. So we're not just saying when I die, I'm going to heaven. I'm a believer. As a congregation, we are saying now we are becoming disciples. We're taking that additional step to start knowing the truth so I can operate in levels of freedom that a lot of other Christian believers don't really know about. But in order for for this to become real in your life, you're going to have to take the step. You're going to have to make the investment. And as you do it, it's going to pay off marvelously. Matthew 14 and verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. As you heard me say before, he did not say go into the middle and sink. That's not what he said. He told them to go to the other side. He said this knowing full well that they were going to to face troubles on these waters. And here's the point. Just because the wind is blowing against you does not necessarily mean you're out of God's will. Remember, Jesus is the one that put him on that boat. And here's the deal. If you never bump into the devil, it's because you and the devil run in the same direction. And he said here, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. So he stayed and prayed as the disciples got into the boat. One of the most powerful things that we could ever do for a person is to bring their name before our God and to pray from the heart about another. And Jesus, you know, doing great miracles and all the rest. But amid all that, he took time out to pray, not only for himself, but for those he loved. And when evening came, Matthew tells us that he was there alone. Jesus wasn't bothered by being alone at at, at times. Likewise, the, the sun is not bothered by being alone during the daytime. The sun being alone doesn't stop it from shining. And you might be dealing with some aloneness and others of you some loneliness, but, but that aloneness ought not stop you from shining in the midst of you sometimes being by yourself. You can still be a light and a blessing to those around. Verse 24 said, but the boat, you know, a ship is safest in the harbor. But that's not what it's built for. And you might say, well, man, it is safe. It is rich when I'm here with all these believers and, and man, I'm in church. It's a wonderful experience. But here's the deal. This is your harbor, but this is not really what you're built for. 
what I'm prepping you for, what, what this is all about is your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's about you taking this in, into the workplace, into your neighborhood, into difficult family situations. You know, it's safest in harbor, but you were built for more. And we got to remember that, that this is the team huddle. But this is not ultimately what's going to get points on the board. Now, the huddle's necessary. Somebody has to call the play for the team to move in unison. But after the play is called, you got to get on the line. You got to take some hits and give some hits. You got to run. You got to push. You got to take that ball and run with it. You got to do something. What was called in the huddle. A life of influence isn't achieved overnight. It is built through the consistent application of wisdom and hard work. Dr. Derek Greer's brand new book, 120 Minutes to Live Big, provides you with 120 bite-sized nuggets of insight on practical topics such as marriage and finances, as well as wisdom for personal growth and leadership development. It will ask you penetrating questions to help you reflect and apply what you've learned. This book will stimulate self-examination and provide fuel for personal transformation. The best thing about it, Dr. Greer is offering this book to you absolutely free. That's right, a free copy of 120 Minutes to Live Big, mailed to you as a gift. However, that's not all. You will also get 30 days access to Dr. Greer's Growth Lab, a program designed to help you grow from good to great, from mediocre to extraordinary. It's our prayer that this gift leaves you with a burning desire to be better and become everything God wants you to be. So, if you want to live a life that overflows and blesses others, this gift is for you. Claim your free book and get free 30-day access to Dr. Greer's Growth Lab. Simply visit dgmfree.com. You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Dr. Derek Greer. Find out more about Dr. Greer, Grace Church, and today's teaching at gracechurchva.org. Let's get back to today's teaching. Now, the boat was in the middle of the sea, meaning they had reached the point of no return. They were too far from shore to turn back. So either God will keep them or they will drown. Now, what believers do, they'll get in the boat a little bit. But as soon as they start getting too far from shore, as soon as it starts getting a little bit risky, they moving back. But a disciple is a different animal. The disciple will go out so deep and he'll discover, Lord, if you're not here, I'm going to drown. But the disciple also knows if God's not out there, what's the point of living? If you say, well, I'm going to stay safe just in case God doesn't catch you, um, do you, do you really believe in that there's a God? Because if there's no God, I'd like to find out. I don't want to live in shallow water to see, thinking that there's really a God, when, when, when in reality, if I would have gone out just a little bit deeper, I could have found out there was not. But the disciples were willing to go so far that either God came through or they drowned. 
And we got to get, get so committed to this thing, God, either you're real or you're not. I'm not playing church games. All that money I get, I'm not just, listen, I need to go, I go pay a movie ticket if I want some entertainment and, and Lord, that's a lot of money. I'm not investing all that money. I'm not standing out there in the cold, zero degree weather, you hear what I'm saying? Just, just because I don't have anything to do. Lord, if you are real, I want to know it. So they were in the middle of the sea, tossed. By the waves, for the wind was contrary. You say, Lord, I, I did what you told me to do. Jesus told me to get in the boat. I, I did what you told me to do, God. And all hell is broken loose in my life. But here's something else I know. God only gives us what we can handle. So if you're going through something, apparently he must think that, that you hardcore. Apparently, he must think you got what it takes to get through it, or he wouldn't have called you into it. Do you understand? So, so really, the disciples, he sent them into the situation because they had to discover some things about themselves. Now, on the fourth watch, this is 3 to 6 a.m. in the morning. It's, it's late. He calls it here uh, the night because it was still dark. This is the value of reading your Bible regularly, because when you, when you look at the scriptures, you discover that Jesus told him to get into the boat before sunset. The sun sets, you know, between six and nine, depending on what, what time of, of year it is. But a trip that normally took two hours, what we discover is two, three to six in the morning, which means, you know, at least nine hours later, they're still rowing. What's amazing is these guys were doing what God told them to do. But they ended up feeling just a little bit off schedule. See, they said in their mind, two hours. God looked no nine. I know with me, I'm serious about my goals and my plans. And when it doesn't work out, I start getting a little upset and start trying to figure out, did I even hear God? No, I heard myself about the timetable. I didn't hear God about time. I heard he didn't say in two hours you'll make it today. He just said, go on over to the other side. You put a time on it. God didn't. You want to quit because of your timetable has nothing to do with God's timetable. You created some artificial, you know, ticking clock. Expect God to move to your beat, your rhythm and get it done when you think it ought to be done. But last I checked, God is God all by himself. And he don't have to check with a human clock to determine whether or not he's making a good plan. So Jesus went to them. He went to them at the moment their arms felt like rubber. I mean, they've been rowing against the wind for hours. These guys had nothing left. But here's what I learned. Every time I'm down to nothing, God is up to something. Every time. So Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And the whole point of that, he said, listen, guys, I'm still on top of everything trying to bring you down. 
I, I recognize your, your situation. You, your life may have had a little bit of a detour, but here's the deal. I'm still on the throne. Yes, he is. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled. And as I've said before, the hair on the back of the neck started standing up. Their, their blood pressure shot up. The fight or flight hormones went in, in, into overload here because nobody just walks on water. That's just not what people do. When they saw this, they had no categories in their mind to, to put this. So they look at one another. And Peter's like, James, it's a ghost. And when God does something that he's never done before in your life, it can be scary. And I get these guys' reaction. It says, and they cried out in fear. In the middle of the sea, they encountered something or someone scarier than the storm. And this is important because you can't look off the side of a a high mountain and, and not feel a sense of wonder by the height. You can't get on one of those cruise ships in, in the ocean, look out over the sea and see the, the, the width and the depth of that thing. It goes as far as the eye can see and, and not be amazed by it. Likewise, you can't see or know or experience an, an example of how big God is and not feel just a little bit afraid, just just a little bit awe, just a little take your breath away. Just recognize the magnificence of God. It makes you kind of, oh, I'm not as big as I thought. And, And that sense of awe is healthy. And, 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 and keep, in fact, I would say to you, people that have no fear of God don't know him. Because the God I know is warm, loving, kind, but he does have a heaven and a hell to put me in. He knows where to find me, how to find me. He's that guy. And Peter answered him. And in his question, we're going to see what was going on in the disciples' minds. You know, they're, they're in this storm. It's like, was, was Jesus sent, does Jesus know what he's doing? I mean, if he was really the prophet, the man of God, hearing from God, why would he send us into a situation that almost sinks us? So, so the disciples are asking, say, you know, and Peter just kind of speaks for them. Lord, if it's you. You see, they only had one question. Is it you? He didn't need Jesus to explain. He didn't require Jesus to explain himself. He just wanted Jesus to identify himself. You see. Once we determine it's God, all the important questions have been answered. In 1985, when I realized this book was inspired by God, all the important questions had been answered. 
I may not have understood it all. I may not have been able to figure it all out. But when I decided that that book contained the very word of the living God, I didn't need any more incentive to read it. I didn't need cheerleaders on the sidelines saying, go, Derek, go, Derek, go, Derek, go. As soon as I realized it was God's word, I said, I got to figure it out. I got to know it. I got to get hold of it. And here's the deal. When you realize what's in that book, when you realize what's in that iPad, whatever you use to read, when you realize who it is, no one's going to have to push you or force you to read anymore. Because the authority that created the universe, the guy with all the wisdom behind everything that is, recorded those words. Now imagine if the smartest person in the world would write a special letter to you, giving you answers to all your life's questions. How many of you would take the time to read the letter? How many of y'all might read it more than once? You've been listening to Live Big with Dr. Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you were blessed and empowered to live big. Listen to this message and much more from Dr. Greer for free at gracechurchva.org. We also invite you to join Dr. Greer and the Grace Church family here in Dumfries, Virginia, not far from Quantico Marine Base. We would love to meet you and have you join us for worship, teaching, and fellowship every Sunday and Wednesday. Get directions, service times, and much more at gracechurchva.org. That's our time for today. Join us weekdays at this time for the teaching ministry of Dr. Derek Greer. And remember, until next time, live big. God wants you to live a life bigger than yourself inspired by the vision he has for you sometimes we get stuck on our journey we know something needs to change but we don't know what or how the question we must ask ourselves is how do i break free from these limitations to help you identify where you are on your journey to living big dr Derek greer has developed an assessment tool to reveal where you're stuck based on your individual results this tool will identify the barriers keeping you from moving forward Once you complete this free assessment, you'll be able to claim free a copy of Dr. Greer's brand new book, 120 Minutes to Live Big. To get started, visit canilivebig.com today.